Welcome to Your Community Matters. Hi, I'm Eric Krima, right here on Alternative Talk, AM 1150 and AM 880 KIXI. I would love for you to learn more about these two radio stations, and you can do just that on our websites at 1150kknw.com and am880kixi, just kixi.com. Learn about them. I'd really appreciate it. This is a half-hour program. It's really a great chance to meet people doing wonderful things in and for our local communities. Today's show is no exception. Visiting me in studio is Marty Hartman. Executive Director of Mary's Place, a wonderful organization helping the area's homeless. Together, we'll be discussing the good work that the organization has been performing. If you care about helping your fellow community members, please stay tuned for this enlightening discussion following this brief message. There are hundreds of families sleeping outside in our community tonight. What I hope for is that homelessness would be a word that doesn't exist anymore. Please help Mary's Place bring families into warmth, safety, and stability. This holiday season, donate to Mary's Place at nochildsleepsoutside.org today. That's nochildsleepsoutside.org. Thank you for helping us. And welcome back to Your Community Matters right here on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM and AM 880 KIXI. Thanks so much for your listenership. We very much appreciate it. As I promised in studio, I have Marty Hartman. She's executive director of Mary's Place. She's here in studio with me, and I'm really excited to learn more about Mary's Place and the good work that you're doing. So welcome, Marty. Wow. Thank you for having me on today. I'm (laughs) so grateful and thankful. I appreciate it. I'm thankful for your time. And the great work you do. Let's uh, familiarize our audience with yourself and how you got to become executive director at Mary's Place. Yeah, my name's Marty. I've been at Mary's Place for, I'm going on my 24th year now. Oh, wow. And so grateful and thankful to be at Mary's Place and be able to stand in the gap from the moment families are at risk of losing their housing or have already lost their housing. 24 years, so almost a quarter century. That's amazing. Yeah. And uh, so you've probably seen a lot. I've seen a lot in the Mm -hmm. time that we've been out here and how homelessness has really changed. And how it's changed. It's certainly top of mind for a lot of people, including our audience. I like to think anyway. It comes from a place of wanting to help. You bet. We are there just trying to come alongside families to meet them where they are, um, help them get their needs met for their children. But I will say, when I started back in 1999, there were not children out on the Mm. streets here in our city, in our hometown. And that has really changed significantly, and especially during COVID, right? A hundred percent. And that's especially heartbreaking to think of children out on the streets, particularly uh, when it's cold. Uh, You know, yeah, sure, it's one thing, obviously, to be homeless in the summertime, where maybe the weather's at least nicer. But can you imagine then going into a season where you're just trying to make it through the night, right? That's right. You have families tucked away at the end of quiet cul-de-sacs, just Mm. turning on the the heater in their car every few minutes, trying to save gas, but trying to stay warm and to keep their babies alive. I will tell you, we've had a significant 100% increase in the number of children being released from area hospitals, right, Mm. that need a safe place to go. Um, Families have given up everything to try to get their children's miracle and they spend all of their time, they've given their jobs up, then they end up losing their housing just to be with their babies. 
So you've been with uh, Mary's Place since 1999, since really its inception. Yes. Which is amazing. I mean, that's I think that's a rare thing uh, for someone to, to, to have done that. And I think you have uh, probably a special knowledge of the issue of homelessness in this area, particularly as it affects women and children. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm very interested to learn uh, about maybe some solutions you think there might be out there that just are not being uh, utilized. But prior to that, though, can you give us a little background on Mary's Place itself? What, uh, what, it, what it aims to do, how it does it, locations, website, anything like that, so we can start to get a, a feel for the scope of Mary's Place. Oh, you bet. Mary's Place has six emergency shelters. Five are for families in King County. We have 720 beds tonight spread across Mm. all of King County, uh, welcoming in families, but it's not enough. Mm. And so Mary's Place also has outreach programs where we're out meeting those families in cars and tents, sleeping in the bushes across the street from their child's school, uh, families in parking lots of where they've been evicted and just trying to carry everything they own and get into shelter. But we simply do not have enough room. And now Mary's Place is working more upscale, upstream, to keep families in their homes. Um, We've learned a lot about prevention, especially through the pandemic. And I will tell you, it's the one thing that reduces trauma and will reduce the historical impacts of generational homelessness. It's interesting you say generational homelessness. So this is something that can go, again, from one generation to the next, provided the cycle is not broken. Is that what you're saying? Yes, poverty um, is real, right? Due to systemic racism, systems of oppression, it really impacts uh, the guests that we serve. 80% of our guests identify as black, indigenous, or from communities of color. And that's really unacceptable. But because of the practices of redlining, because of practices of systemic oppression in many of our systems, right, from education to healthcare, we are there standing in that gap, assisting these families. And that is why the one thing that we know is, is that a past experience of homelessness is really the indicator of future experience of homelessness. Mm. So if you can stop that cycle of homelessness from beginning altogether, then you can prevent a generation of children becoming those chronic single homeless adults. So if somebody would like to learn more about Mary's Place, what's the best way? Go to the website or? Absolutely. Please check us out at www.marysplaceseattle.org. That's wonderful. I'd like people to do that because um, we have a very generous audience here, thankfully so. And as we head into sort of the holiday season and the first of the year, I think it's important to, uh, to share your good fortune if you can. Um, if people go to marysplaceseattle.org, what are they going to see on the website? You're going to see ways to volunteer. You're going to see a wish list of things that we're looking for. Diapers, wipes, formula, coats, socks right now to keep people warm and safe, to keep children um, making sure that they're remembered. We have gifts on there for the holidays that families will be able to select from at all of our area shelters and that we'll be taking to folks in cars as well. And that's toys. It might be coats or jackets or sweaters. Whatever folks are needing in their cars, we want to make sure we can get that to them. I will say right now, gift cards are are really helpful, right? When you look at the cost of groceries, so a grocery card or maybe gas to keep that car on, to be able to get to where folks need to go to make sure that they have the resources they need. We talk a lot about, not only in this station, but our other stations in our Hubbard family, about charitable 
topics during the holidays, but this is a, a need year round. Uh, so regardless of when people are hearing this show or thinking up in their mind about Mary's Place, they should go to Mary's Place, Seattle.org, and learn about ways they can, A, as you say, volunteer. Um, there's I love the fact that you can sort of pledge items that go right to that person, right to that family, maybe to that child that can help them immediately. I imagine, too, that uh, dollar donations are welcome, too. We are 90% publicly funded, and so that's critically important that it's our community that's helping their neighbors right here in their hometown, and that money goes directly to keep our programs, our shelters, our staff, our frontline staff operating and in place to make sure families have the resources that they need with the growing crisis outside. And coming up on your 25th year, obviously you're, you're doing something very well because you've been able to survive this time. But like anything else, as things constrict, as maybe people aren't putting as much money in their own pocket due to inflation or whatever circumstance, it's important to remind people that the need is still out there for people that maybe are not in the same situation as you in your nice, warm, cozy home. Right. When folks are looking for a safety net, when they don't have that with their own family or extended family, Mary's Place becomes that safety net. And most of the time, it's that one season of your life that you're going to experience homelessness with your children. And we just need someone to step up, to step in, to help with a rent deposit, to help with an ID. Those are where the money is going that you pledge. So please give today. Give generously at marysplaceseattle.org. Wonderful. I imagine, too, that uh, someone like myself, I've never been homeless. I don't think of all the things that involve around it. It's not just the fact that, okay, I'm I'm outside or maybe in a vehicle trying to stay warm, but I'm probably also hungry, probably depressed, probably feeling lost. I mean, there's a lot that goes into it, right? It's more than just the physical act of not having a home. Absolutely. And it's so scary and terrifying for families, right? They're trying to remain invisible. They're afraid because they can't provide for their child that they're going to be taken. And there would be no greater fear than that, to lose your children because you simply lost your address. And so that's where Mary's Place steps in and reassures these families that we're going to help keep you safe. We will get you into shelter when there is space available. But in the meantime, we're going to meet you where you are and make sure you have your needs met. Make sure you have formula and diapers and gas for your car and make sure you have those housing resources because where do you want to live everybody knows and has a dream of where they want to live and end up and so we're going to help you get there to realize those dreams for you and that's mary's place mary's place seattle.org mary's place seattle.org definitely look at that website see how you can maybe donate your time maybe resources dollars whatever it takes to sort of help Mary's Place continue to do that great work and learn about it too. I like the fact that it's a local charity. Uh, My wife and I tend to give more, I would say, to local charities. And I don't know necessarily why that is, but it feels good to know that those dollars are going to people that I feel are in my community. Do you get that? that. Yes, your hometown heroes, right? Yeah. Because this work uh, cannot go on without our community responding. And it's really neighbor to neighbor. So thank you for, for saying that. For sure, for sure. Now, I'd like to get into the broader issue of homelessness itself and maybe learn from you, from your perspective, what you think some of the causes are, where we're at, where were we, say, 10 years ago, where are we at now, and where the 
the issue is going as we move forward? Is it increasing? Is it decreasing? And maybe some solutions, but we have a quick break coming up. So uh, let's go ahead and take that break. And we come back, we'll dive into that weighty subject. How does that sound? Sounds perfect. Thank you. Marty Hartman, Executive Director of Mary's Place. We'll be right back with you. And uh, listeners, thank you so much. If you're enjoying what you're hearing and you find this interesting, please tell somebody, text them, call them, email, and just say, hey, you need to listen to this program. Your community matters. We'll be right back. There are hundreds of families sleeping outside in our community tonight. My favorite part in Mary's Place, I have my own bed and and I have my own blanket. Please help Mary's Place bring families into warmth, safety, and stability. This holiday season, donate to Mary's Place at nochildsleepsoutside.org today. That's nochildsleepsoutside.org. Thank you for helping us. And welcome back to Your Community Matters. Hi, I'm Eric Krima. Thank you so much for listening to these programs on Alternative Talk 1150 and AM 880 KIXI. Tell your friends, tell your family about these two great stations. Uh, we would love to increase our audience and have uh, more people hear great words like the conversation we're having right now with uh, Marty Hartman. She's executive director of Mary's Place. This is a wonderful organization that's helping the area's homeless, looking for solutions. So on that note, Marty, let's get back into the conversation. What is something that people need to understand about homelessness and what are solutions that really work? I love that question because each solution is unique to each family, right? Mm -hmm. That everyone is out here for a different reason and needs and doesn't need the um, a template solution. We want to work with each family, come beside them, understand their concerns, understand what they're thinking, what they need, and then help them work towards those solutions together, right? They are the one in charge. They know exactly what they need. These families are resilient. They are smart. They are incredible when it comes to being able to provide the resources for their children. There is nothing they won't do to make sure that their children's needs are met. And so at Mary's Place, we look at all of those pieces. We ask the questions. We really make sure that the family is designing the solution forward. And that may mean that they need shelter tonight, right? And right. if that's it, we're going to work to get them into shelter. Because Mary's Place does three things. We do shelter, we do outreach, and we do prevention. And with these three, they, those are the solutions. They do work. Can we first keep you in your home? Mm. That is what we want to do. Let's work together to do that because we know it's an effective and the most cost-effective solution. It reduces trauma. Coming into shelter is traumatic in itself, right? And so we know if we can reduce trauma, if we can reduce the generational impact of homelessness on children today, then we'll stop that generation coming going forward. So that's one thing. And then two, outreach. If you've lost your home, we want to get to you as soon as we can knowing that beds are full every night. If we have outreach workers across this county working with families in their cars or their RVs if they're lucky enough to have one, but they're also in encampments, they're at bus stops, they're across the street from their child's school where they may be sleeping in the bushes so their child gets to school on time. Mm. They may be in area parks, but we're going to go right to where you are and really work on that solution of what is your housing solution today? because that's what we want to get to. 
And the third piece is shelter, right? Mm -hmm. If you have more barriers that are going to take longer to resolve, we want to make sure that we get you into shelter so that you can continue to work on those. Um, And that's absolutely true for Baby's Best Start. That's one of our programs where we're working with area hospitals to identify those moms that are pregnant or have delivered and can't take their baby home because they may not have access to running water. Well, we have that at Mary's Place. So we want to make sure we bring those moms inside. And then I think I shared about the Popsicle Place program, which is those medically fragile children sleeping outside area. Those are the children that we're prioritizing to get inside tonight so that they have home health care. We're working inside with our outreach program inside area hospitals to come alongside those families to make sure they have a housing solution too. I find it really refreshing to hear that, A, the organization's flexible. So you know that the circumstances change, not only over years, but even in different situations amongst the very people you're serving. So the needs of one, as you said, outside a hospital or outside the school might be completely different than the needs of someone who's in an RV or an encampment over here, those sort of thing. I find that really interesting. And it comes from, uh, I gather, from the way that you listen to the actual people affected by this situation. You're not pontificating from a distance or thinking, assuming you know what the solutions are. You're going right to the problem to find the solutions. We're going right to the people, right? Mm -hmm. Right to our families, asking them, what is it that you need today? They are bright. They know exactly what it is that they need. And so we work on that solution together. And I'll say it's your listeners and it's our community that provides that flexible funding to allow us to do this work, right? That we can pay a deposit, we can pay a carpenter's license, we can pay an expired RN's license or food or gas or that deposit because of this flexible funding that our community provides. That's wonderful. And just that small act, if you will, could have major ramifications for that person down the road. Help them get back into a career. Help them feel um, that they can succeed. Help them feel safe, right? You had mentioned safety and security. Just having that feeling must be huge. Right. Having somebody in your corner, having somebody come alongside you. Who doesn't need that when you're at some of the deepest, darkest point in your life? You never dreamed you were going to need a shelter that you would experience homelessness. Nobody thought they were going to experience domestic violence when they got into a relationship or that their marriage would end in a divorce or that you'd be evicted from your apartment because of a pandemic. Right. Those things happen, and yet people need help and support. So when you have somebody come alongside and say, how can we help you? What can we do better together? That's the important piece. Well, and that's somebody we're learning is actually a lot of people. A lot of people at Mary's Place Seattle.org. Mary's Place Seattle.org. Learn about the organization. Learn about the good work that they've really been doing since 1999. That's an amazing thing. So as you've seen that, as you've been executive director and been there since the inception, Can you talk about what it maybe was like, say, 10 years ago, where we're at right now, and as we go, you know, a little bit further, what is your hope? What do you want to see happen to, again, continue the solutions? Our goal at Mary's Place and our mission is that no child would sleep outside, and we've been working hard on that. And I will say 10 years ago, we were, you know, developing shelters by going into empty buildings that are slated for demolition Mm -hmm. and we make them sparkle and shine and then we move on to the next one. And we've done that 26 times now, (laughs) different buildings, different communities, everybody loving on our families and um, making the work possible. 
And so we need to continue to do that. But that's when we were perfecting that model was about 10 years ago. So we scaled up quickly in the number of beds um, and there were children sleeping outside. But right before the pandemic, right back in uh, 2019, we were so close to No Child Sleeps Outside. There was very, there was every night we were offering a resource to every family that called. And so we felt so good about it. And then March 2020 happened. Right. Yeah. And everything changed. For everything a lot of people. changed. We had to start closing smaller shelters. We lost 300 beds. We had been at 800 beds. We went down to 500 beds in this community through Mary's Place. And so that hurt us, right? But yet then we had the eviction moratorium. So people were staying in place, right? So that helped us, right? But now that the eviction moratorium is lifted, there are children and families flooding into our streets looking for more resources. The need has never been greater than it is right now. The number of phone calls, the number of desperate families looking for help and support has just grown exponentially in this community. And it is so scary and frightening that we just do not have enough beds. We don't have enough resources. And we need a prevention program that goes statewide to keep families in their homes. It is not just limited to urban areas. Is that correct? It is everywhere in every community in every city right now with scaling rents, with high cost of living, with people still reeling from the effects of the pandemic. These are tough times. You know, there's many a times I drive through, say, the corridor of I-5, I-90, even around my own hometown, small town I live in. And you'll drive by an area, but then for whatever reason, a day or two later, you make the same trip, and now you're stopped. You're stopped at a light. Maybe it's traffic. And you turn to the right or you turn to the left, and you see that you'd been driving by where people live. Mm -hmm. They're living under overpasses, in bushes, uh, along, along turnouts where they can get their vehicle, their car. And had you not been stopped, had you not taken that, fate or whatever, taking that moment to stop you, you wouldn't have realized that that's right there in your neighborhood or that's right there on your way to your commute. And maybe that's what we need to do is really just take a deep breath, stop and think, okay, I'm blessed for what I have. I, I'm, you know, but I also know that circumstance could put me in that situation myself. So maybe look to help at this time. And I would appreciate it if everybody would log on to marysplaceseattle.org. That's marysplaceseattle.org. Learn about the great work they're doing, but then take action. Volunteer. Maybe there's product that you can purchase that children need, that women out there need, that men need who are homeless, these kinds of things. And if you just don't have kind of that time, but you want to donate to a, a local charity doing wonderful work, then just donate dollars. Because I think you can sense from my conversation with Marty, she knows what she's doing. <laughs> she's been doing this for a while. And I love the flexibility, the way you listen to uh, the people in need, and then how you take action. I mean, I would imagine that the pandemic in and of itself really brought a lot of special challenges that you had to react to. And now you said, even though we're coming out of that, hard times are really happening for people now. And now, I find it really interesting that you say that now the need is the greatest. Yeah, you see our country slipping into a recession, right? Um, so they say. And so we always know that that has an impact and that those that struggle and are, live in poverty will experience this for long past the recession. 
So we have to step up now. We've got to learn how to do better to keep families in their homes. And that's what we're on a mission to do because it is possible. It is doable. There was a lot of silver linings through COVID that we learned. We need to do prevention better. We need to learn to keep families in their homes. There needs to be a sustainable source of funding for that because we know that that reduces the trauma. The need is greater than ever. There are more children, more families sleeping outside ever before in our history. And that's because the eviction moratoriums have set in. The evictions are happening every day. Families are leaving their homes and many leaving before the eviction. They just don't want an eviction on their record. And so with our beds that are full, we know we need to do things different in this community. And that is leading with prevention. That was a silver lining of COVID taught us that we can prevent people from leaving their homes and we can do better and we can do different. And at Mary's Place, we're on a path to do just that. Marty, thanks so much. Let's end on that note. It's perfectly said. But I want to say, sitting across from you during this half-hour interview, I can hear it in your voice, the passion that you have for what you do, the excitement for what you... I can hear that you just are excited for what the future might bring, provided everybody rallies here. And you have the tools, you have the knowledge, you're all ready to go. Just need to keep those resources coming in. So I hope the audience hears that too, because it's, it's such an honest thing that's coming from you. And I thank you for your work, all of the volunteers, all of your staff. It's just wonderful what you're doing at Mary's Place. So thank you. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for shouting out our need in our hometown. Together, we are better. We can get to No Child Sleeps Outside. Wonderful. Uh, to learn more about No Child Sleeps Outside and other things, other initiatives that Mary's Place is doing, simply go to marysplaceseattle.org. Marty, thanks again for being here. Please look at this great local charity. You yourself can help. marysplaceseattle.org. Uh, Marty, actually, I'm, we're going to have you back at a, a future date. There's other questions I had. We'll cover that then. To you, the audience, thanks so much for your time, your consideration, and I know your charitable spirit. We appreciate it on your community matters.